Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. Welcome to Zen Parenting Radio. Welcome back to Welcome Zen Parenting back. Radio. Uh, February something. Valentine's Day. What do you mean February something? It's, it's February something. It's Valentine's Day. February 14th. Exactly. Second Tuesday of the month. Yeah, you used to, yeah, you used to think it was always the second, second Tuesday, Tuesday of the month. month. Well, I guess that kind of makes sense, right? Because I don't know. It's always on Tuesdays. Seven. Except the other times when it's not. You were mixing it up with Thanksgiving. I don't want to get our producer mad at us because he oh. gets mad when we don't talk about what we're going to talk about. What are we going to talk about today? Uh, role models. Role models. Heroes. Idols. And how they sometimes disappoint us. Give me an example. Oh boy, where do I begin? Uh, Which story do I start, start with? Start with... Um, I, feel I like... know. I know what I'll start with. Sure. Um, I will start with the fact that Whitney Houston passed away, as you know. She did. I grew up with Whitney Houston. Many of us did. All of us did who are listening. Um, and she was not necessarily a role model, but obviously she's got this fantastic, magnificent voice. I was very sad to hear that she had passed away, but I was shocked by some of the Facebook posts I read about of, her. A lot of meanness going on. A lot of negativity about this is what you deserve. Um, you know, we're just... God's just weeding people out. You're an addict. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what... And I was shocked. Mm -hmm. Now, let me say, to balance this out, there are plenty of people who posted, you know, clips of her and how beautiful she was in her voice and her how grand she Don't was. Don't you think there was more uh, good than bad? Definitely okay. more good than bad. I, I no doubt about it. But enough bad that I was surprised. Right. Enough people or... I only read about two or three of them, but like 13 thumbs up. Mm -hmm. Or 15 thumbs yeah, why up. Why would you thumbs up something with such negativity? And and it confuses me because you know when why are we hating on her? She yeah, just she just died. passed away. And why you know and when I don't I actually heard um, someone on the radio talking this morning about how they don't have any tolerance mm -hmm. for people who have addictions mm -hmm. and how if they've been given an opportunity in the world to give back and they waste their life then you know he said I have no tolerance for that and I think we forget the piece that they have an addiction yeah I'm not saying it gives them the right to go out there and do what they're doing or that I'm condoning the behavior, mm -hmm. but our compassion gets lost somewhere in that black and white viewpoint. Well, and especially after somebody passes away, I think that that is a really great time to stop and pause and to let go of the meanness that you may have carried around for somebody that have has had these difficulties and just... You know, if you're not going to send love their way, just be quiet. Just why release? Why right. build momentum towards negativity? Exactly, and why? And why is that? Yeah, you you just said it best. I don't need to reiterate that. I mean, why why build? So more? we want to do a show on role models and like the 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 shadow side of us yeah. and and all that. So you wrote a few other examples down, and I think that might be the best way to Okay, to just kind of talk about it. And like Todd just said, we want to talk about kind of how everybody has a shadow. Mm -hmm. Okay? So we walk around thinking I'm good, they're bad. Mm -hmm. We walk around thinking, okay, they make mistakes, I don't. I would never do that. And there's this great, I should have written this quote down, but I'm going to try my best. There's this great Maya Angelou quote about anything that a human being can do is of me too. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you condone it. That doesn't mean you would actually do it. But if one human being can do something, any human being can do that. Right. What I mean by that is we have to have more compassion mm -hmm. for other people who are struggling right. and other people whose shadow may be more right. obvious. Right. Because being angry at them and putting our anger toward them is our discomfort with our own humanness. Right. 
I think people are going to disagree with this. That's fine. Um, but this is what I know to be true with what I've studied. Right. And that we call other people bad and, and say that they're evil and all these things because it's hard for us to look at all those pieces of ourselves. Mm-hmm. I don't even believe in evil. Right. What I believe in is that a part of us that isn't loved right. revolts. Right. So it's all just about, you know, love, you know, you shine the light on it, right. which is love, and it all goes away. I don't right. believe in that someone's born evil. Well, and I'll turn it around a little bit, and it's not, no, it's not as much about talking about why somebody's bad. Um, I have had experiences with certain role models in my life, like yeah. Walter Payton we talked about, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., um, all these guys have had problems with keeping their penis in their pants um, to other women. Yes. That and, is not their wife. And John Kennedy. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Yeah. I love Bill So um, I, I, I guess my question to you and to everybody out there is why, what happens in a guy's, and I don't pretend to be these people who are elevated. Everybody idolized Martin Luther King Jr. because I love the man. Mm-hmm. And I still do, but it was just hard for me to um, balance out how such a great man can do something that I think would be such not, not such a good choice. Right. And I have a hard time making it all make sense. Well, and that and that's the thing. I mean, I think that's the thing about the shadow is I don't know if it always does make sense. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes people get lost, mm-hmm. um, especially, you know, people who are in these positions of power. Mm-hmm. Um, their ego gets in the way of their mission and who they really are here to be. And I think we all have that potential. That's the thing is we all have that potential. And that it's it's easier for us to point fingers at other people, right. but that could happen. And what those people can actually be to us, rather than people that we despise and mm-hmm. cast out, mm-hmm. is good teachers right. for us. That, wow, he lost himself, or he wasn't as connected in his marriage. Or maybe we don't know what was going on. Like when you and I talked about Walter Payton on this show, we yeah, found out that he and his wife separated. were separated. Right. So there's a lot of assumptions made about, right. you're bad, right. I'm good, right. and, and that we don't know what's going on in other people's lives and um but i agree with you i mean in again even though i'm talking about some of this and normalizing it i don't condone it Mm -hmm. i was telling todd before we started that i wanted to write about this somehow because i feel like this is a struggle with our idols falling Mm -hmm. you know these people we hold up you know on a pedestal and then they fall and we kind of like how that lady fell off the stage on american idol (laughs) finally at the end they it, if you're watching American Idol last week, the a girl fell off the stage and, and they, they like prepped pre- it. They prepped it for the entire hour. And then our TiVo ran out. So we didn't even get to see this poor woman falling off the stage. And you know what happened? She, well, because I saw the next episode right. and she fainted because she was like in the middle of talking. She just fainted. So it wasn't like she was trying to dance right. and fell off. That's what I thought happened. Yeah. She just fainted. She probably wasn't breathing enough. Well, she wasn't breathing, and they said she was dehydrated. Mm-hmm. You know, all the things, all the rock star things are dehydrated, exhausted, right. exhaustion, even though I think I had exhaustion last week. Yeah. Um, I was pretty tired. Yes, you were. But, um, but anyway. Before we go into our continuing conversation about role models and why, what they are there to teach us, right. um, I want to promote something real quick that you and I are doing. Uh, we are doing a presentation, aren't we? Together. YMCA in Niles, Illinois. or maybe It's not it's, in Chicago? I think it's in Niles. But oh. anyways, it's... Why, it's on the outskirts of Chicago. So we're doing a presentation on self-care, reducing chaos, connecting with your children. 
and it's a week from tomorrow. It's a week from tomorrow. So if you're interested, go to leaningtowerymca.org. And when Todd and I present together, I always encourage the moms, because usually when I do a presentation, it's more moms, yeah. um, to bring your significant other and make it a date night, because Todd does a fantastic job of bringing the male perspective. I feel like I can discuss the male's perspective, but obviously I can't live the male perspective. That's right. So <laughs> only you can do leave that. Leave that up to me. I'll leave that up to you. So, um, you know, so come, and it's what time? Seven thirty to nine thirty. So a week from tomorrow. Yeah, YMCA. We'll we'll post it on our on our Facebook page. Wednesday, February twenty second. Okay, we'll post it on our page. So where do you want to go with these role models? Well, I want to go back to one of the other reasons this came up is um, I study a type of yoga called Anusara. That's what I was trained in, and um, and even though it takes a lot to become an Anusara uh, certified teacher, which mm-hmm. I am not. I I you know am just certified. Um, you know in Hatha. Right. But my point in telling you all this is that the leader of the Anusara yoga movement. His name's John Friend. He was the one who created it. He He's had some issues lately with his um, their you know ethical behavior, and it's been a real blow to the yoga community, my mm-hmm. yoga community, um, and it's been really hard to read about because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the things well, that... Well, a lot of people put this man on a pedestal, right. and allegedly he's made these... Um, Bad choices right. and and unfortunately, it's again, it's another sex, right? Money, it has something to do with sex and all that. So it's a little icky. It's a little icky and it's difficult, you know, when you're learning from somebody um, and they're teaching you things, these fantastic things that are are shedding light on your life mm-hmm. and you are growing from it, and then that person um, somehow falls mm-hmm. in whatever way, makes a mistake, makes a poor choice. Um, you know, whatever it may be, or something's discovered about them, it's really heartbreaking. But I think the thing we have to understand is it doesn't mean that what they taught us all falls away. Right. Because if you got something out of it, mm-hmm. you know, if you were able to grow yourself, then that's not false. Right. It's not like, oh, well, that guy is this now, so, you know, now he's had all these issues, so everything he taught me isn't true. Well, that's not true. That's not true, but I know that there are some people um, that kind of bury their head in the sand saying, I don't want to hear about any of this. I don't care what else he did. You know, um, Bill Clinton did all these amazing things in the eight years of his presidency, so I don't care what else he did. But I, I think that you at least need to feel how you feel about these things. And I think a lot of people who are huge Bill Clinton fans or Martin Who's Luther King a huge fans. Bill Clinton the person that's <laughs> also on this podcast with me. Yeah. And you need to you can't ignore that that mm-hmm. happened. You need to at least be disappointed, feel that feeling in that you that this is somebody who I kind of held in this high regard and he gets knocked down a few notches. And I agree with that. I think that there is a balance to this. You know, again, I want to say, this is why I'm not writing about this because it's so difficult to talk about. It's hard to, you know, consolidate into uh, an article because it's not about condoning behavior, but it's about balancing it out. Of course, like, you know, you could talk about John Friend or Bill Clinton or JFK. JFK. There's a new book out mm-hmm. about JFK, another affair that he had. Right. Um, and there's this new book that was released last week about this new affair. So, you know, we learn all these things about our heroes and and, we, and you're right. We can't put our head in the sand. We, it, it's true. Mm-hmm. But what we can accept is start to learn more about the human element of this person. Mm-hmm. Nobody should be put on a pedestal so high that they're untouchable because no human being is perfect. Right. 
And if even the, if that's like, I remember when Barack Obama, um, you know, was running for president and everyone's like, well, he's great, but I heard he smokes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then everything, and again, we're not condoning smoking right. here, but it's like then everything that he's ever done or that he stands for falls away because he smokes a cigarette occasionally. Right. And, you know, we get so focused on people's issues or we get so focused on their flaws that we lose sight of the bigger picture so you know again i hear you this Mm. has to be balanced we have to be aware like you know there's you know we have to understand i don't i don't know i mean i guess what i'm trying to say is like with john f kennedy how does knowing that he was a womanizer help us now um, like what? Why wouldn't we stick our head in the sand? Like how does it help in today's day and age? Um, I don't know. I just think that there is uh, the truth has some. Um, it is something that will help us gain perspective on things. And if you bury your your head, if you're going to look at somebody, you have to look at the entire person. Right. Why do you? I just agree with that. Pull just the good things out because we are human. We sin. We make mistakes. We make bad dis- bad choices. So we need to look at everybody else like we look at ourselves. And, you know, it's not fair to these people to be able to put them on this pedestal because they are as, they put their pants on just like we do. I know. And then they start to believe it. Yeah. And it goes, and, and that's one of the things that I really like. Um, what I feel like I try to write about and what I talk about in presentations is I try to write about errors that I've made, problems that I have, you've places two where books I struggle. about all the mistakes you've made. Right, because the thing is, is I can talk about being positive and optimistic and practicing kindness and going to your heart and everything, but the only reason I learned to do that is because I've had problems and Mm -hmm. issues along the way that have taught me how to do that. So to say, oh, I, you know, I, I did come into the world knowing some of that. I feel like that's some of the gifts of my life, but also I've had to learn it through some, some challenges and some pain Mm -hmm. so to pretend that that's not real Mm -hmm. is disingenuous and be authentic authentic. and so but we have to look at people the barack obamas the bill clintons the john f kennedy's the john friends there's no women oh whitney houston's of this world and know that they are human too Mm -hmm. and that their struggles are exposed in such a way where we are given this opportunity to judge them Mm -hmm. when if it was your best friend your sister your next door neighbor it wouldn't be that big of a right yeah, I hear you. Know, you know, we'd forgive them quicker. That's right. the word. We haven't even talked about forgiveness. Right, yeah. We'd forgive them quicker. Mm-hmm. Where we just cast them out is awful. Right, yeah. I mean, and just the whole election thing. Like if somebody flubs up some, uh, you know, what, what do they call it? Gaffes. Gaffes, I know. Somebody has a gaff, then all of a sudden they're bad and their popularity plummets. And they just screwed up. They said something wrong. It was a mistake. What's the big deal? But our society is just so focused on the, flaws. Game, on the flaws. Oh, and we love it. And that's why people read uh, People Magazine and us and In Touch because they love to see people's cellulite okay. and where their flaws are. And you Todd, subscribe. I, I do not subscribe to people anymore. Oh, you don't? We don't get, have you not noticed that? No, I haven't. But I'm so thankful because that's... And I gave up us about three years and ago. And that's 50 bucks more in our pocket every year. Thrifty. Thrifty McSaves. Um... Before we move on, I want to tell you a quick story. I was at my friend's house, okay. and this has to do with chiropractic care okay. and our wonderful partner, Tree of Life. Um, I was at my buddy's house. He has a newborn. He has a three-month-old little baby girl, and he told me a story. I didn't, it, I didn't even ask about it, but he told me a story that uh, the baby wasn't nursing really well, and then she got um, adjusted from so a chiropractor. So she went to see a chiropractor. And she didn't see Dr. Kelly, but you know, this is more of a flag-waving thing for chiropractic care in general. And then after she got a few adjustments, she's nursing 100 times better. Oh, that is awesome. So it's not just for us, you know, beat up old men and women. When these babies get born, like I asked this to Dr. Kelly, why 
um, does a baby need to get adjusted? They don't have stress. They don't blah, blah. And she's like, actually, they do. I mean, just the birth experience alone is a very stressful um it's not easy to go through the birth canal. No, some people say that's the most stressful event of our lifetime right. is when we are born. Mm-hmm. And think about what your body's doing. Mm-hmm. Not easy. Maneuvering yeah, through right. there. You're and back. so, yeah. yeah, your spine. And so to, to get an adjustment and to get, you know, in alignment is not such a bad idea. So the bottom line is if you've had a new baby, um, get it um, get it adjusted. Well, that's what's perfect. Um, you know, again, at Dr. Kelly's office, new babies, um, children who are sick, have ear infections, whatever it may be. You, if you're, you know, if your immunity is down, or if you have any issues with your back, mm-hmm. or whatever it may be, any ailments, not just back, you know, head, feet, like my, like I said, my ankle's been hurting. It's actually better this week. There you go. Um, but you know, it, chiropractic is one of those, you know, wellness opportunities that you may be missing. So uh, the name of the company again is Tree of Life, and uh, look for them on Facebook and like them because we want to increase their likes, yes. gain some more exposure. Yeah. So. Uh, do you want to go to your blog now, or do you want to stick with no, this? No, I want to say one more thing about this okay. um, This whole thing about role models. Again, we were talking about the shadow and um, you know, it, it, discussing the shadow and what that means is, again, a whole other show. That would take a long time. There's actually a book um, out by Debbie Ford called The Shadow Effect. Uh, Deepak Chopra and Marianne Williamson also contribute to the book. And it just discusses that all of us have a dark side. It doesn't mean that we are bad or that there. it's not about evil. It's just these underlying belief systems that we have or, you know, a negative self-talk or experiences that we have had in our life that um, that cause fear and darkness. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, it, different people respond to different words, but it, uh, there's part of us that is challenged and has darkness. And if we can embrace that and understand that, it makes it not so scary. Right. Like you said about people being in denial of other people's issues, so many people in deni- are in denial of their own issues. Well, and the issues. reason that they deny um, about other people's issues is because, or maybe they glom on to other people's issues yes. so they don't have to, have look, to at look at themselves at in the mirror and look at all the negativity or not negativity, the shadows, the ego, the pain body, whatever term you want to use. Um, if you are... Focusing on, uh, and that's why people like to read the newspaper and watch the 10 o'clock news. Hey, if I can focus on this car fire where a bunch of people died, then I don't have to worry about my own baggage and my own problems. And what we do a lot, you and I personally, is we try our best to have moments of reflection and look at our whole self, not just the good stuff. Because if we pretend the bad stuff doesn't happen then it's toxic. Then we work really hard to deny it. Right. And mm-hmm. that can be by not listening to others, mm-hmm. holding our opinion too firm, right. um, you know, anger. Mm-hmm. Well, embrace your bad side. I right. mean, it is a part of you. We all have it. I mean, we're not all wholly perfect human beings. Actually, none of us are. And if we can embrace some of the flaws in right. us, it will make us easier to shine. Yes, beautiful. And, you know, you said embrace the bad side. And even though I know exactly what you're talking about, right. everybody else does, we'll use the word dark right. because bad has right. a negative connotation. Dark is not a bad thing. Right. You know, like as one of my yoga teachers says all the time, we came from darkness. Mm-hmm. Like when we were in utero, it was completely dark and it was a beautiful place to live. And we loved it in there. We loved it in there and we were safe. Mm-hmm. We were safe. And then, um, you know, we, and then at night, every night there's darkness and we need that mm-hmm. so we can sleep. Like we have this negative negative connotation with dark sometimes when I'm afraid and I'm feeling like some of those negative things in me like where you know negative self-talk or whatever my first thing that I do after I breathe is you're just human Kathy Mm -hmm. you're just human and it's okay 
and let it, and and it's there and you see it but you're human instead of getting all caught up in what does this mean what does this mean well and i think a lot of us try to hold ourselves up on a pedestal right. and we don't we're not willing to to know that our darkness is a part of us so right. it's just to embrace it so and you know finally to take this into parenting since this is in parenting radio we not only need to remember that about ourselves as parents so we can be better role models mm-hmm. for that we have flaws mm-hmm. and that our children when they have when they show whatever kind of darkness mm-hmm. that it may scare us if we're not looking at our own like you know if you have children who get really angry or children you know who say things that are really negative and knowing that that is something that they're struggling with but it's it's okay it right. doesn't mean that they're all bad it doesn't mean that they're going to grow up to be killers you right. know all these things we fear and that if we can help them embrace that and look at that and channel that it becomes love again Right. You know, it it's always that's what we're always trying to get back to is when we came in, we were love, light, pure, all those things and then our parents screw us up <laughs> and then it's a it's our job to try to get back to where we were. Exactly. Um, I want to talk about your blog because I think it lends itself really nicely to the next part of our conversation. But before that, talk about our partner, Poofin, please. Yes. Well, actually, interestingly enough, I can talk about Poofin and Avid together. Do you it. ready for this? Let's hear it. So Friday night, Todd and I had um, our general contractor over. Um, president he, of president Avid. President of Avid Company. How many people have their general contractor over for dinner? And you want to know why we did? He and his wife and their new baby. Because they did such a great job. And we just love him, and we yes. just we got close to him, and um, and so anyway, yeah, that doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't think. that you invite your general contractor right. over on your personal time, but he's great. So Avid Company, AvidCo.net. If you need any painting done, remodeling, you're getting ready for spring, you're going to redo something in your house. Get in touch with Jeremy at AvidCo.net. Um, and then the interesting thing is, is that like I said, they have a new little baby, he and his wife, and so we gave them a poofin. That's right. And they were, we told them all about it and they loved the idea. And poofins are really great for little babies because they're really soft and mm-hmm. they can lay on them. And it's one of those, te- you know, they can touch. Touchy feely Touchy feely things. And um, so poofin.com, it's a great gift for a new baby mm-hmm. or a child or. A lot of birthdays. I'm putting in another order for four more poofins I know. just because I know March is a big uh, month for birthdays. Poofin has saved our butt so many times with, you know, it's a birthday party, run downstairs, get the poofin. It's pre wrapped, just it's grab it to and go. you're on the go. So, um, okay. What was your blog about? Well, my blog uh, is about, well, I actually called it Changing the World One Decision at a Time, but it's about practicing kindness. What happened in that blog? Well, I was at Target. This was actually about a week ago now, but I was at Target and I had an experience that I think a lot of us do where the mom in front of me in line started yelling at her child in a way that was really scary Mm -hmm. and um, made me very uncomfortable. And um, that little boy was pretty scared himself. But you know what was so sad, Todd, is he didn't respond that much. Oh, she, he tuned he, out. He tuned out because yeah. I think he gets yelled at a lot. So what's she going to do? She's going to yell louder. Right, right. Oh, and this 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 level, or she's going to bring out the belt or do something. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It was pretty scary, but he barely responded. So but he what did you really do? Sad. What did you do after you yelled so, at the lady? I didn't yell at the oh, lady. You didn't? I I looked at the little boy and I gave him a big smile and I waved to him and he just stared at me like why is this lady waving to me and smiling at me and I just stared at him and kept smiling and what I write about is if that mom that mom did not pay me any attention she didn't look at me but if she would have I would have smiled at her too and why would you have done that because she was being a mean lady I know because I guess what would my options be um yell at her and feel better about yourself because (laughs) you did something 
Um, I was going to read a quote from your blog, but I'm not going to because I don't Why? have it in front of me. Oh, okay. Uh, it basically said, if you bring anger to an already angered situation, you don't get peace. Right. It's not like two plus two equals right. four. It's two plus two equals zero in that sense. Um, so what you want to do is bring a little bit of calmness and peace and happiness and positive energy even to this lady who is doing something that completely goes against how you think things should get right. done. Right, and that's the thing. This goes back to our role model thing. It's not that I'm condoning her behavior and saying, hey, that was great. But if I yell at her what's or if happen? I give her a dirty look. We all know it's going to happen. We, she's just going to get, it's going to get escalated. And yeah. who do you think she's going to take that out on? Yeah. So how about we bring something to someone that they're not giving themselves? Mm -hmm. Someone who's yelling at their child in that way is not loving themselves very much. Right. Um, I'm not saying they don't love their children. I, their ego is just, their dark side mm -hmm. is in control. Well, don't get me started on, I'm, I think I might write a guest blog for you or maybe on our Zen parenting thing because people think throw this term love around. Oh, I love my kids. Listen, if you love your kids, then don't hit them. Don't scream at them when they're not doing anything wrong. Love, and I think I got this from Stephen Covey, love is a verb. Mm -hmm. Love is not... It's an from, action. It's an action. It's not a feeling. You can't say, oh, I love my kids, but I yell at them at Target because mm -hmm. they're not doing anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Love is the small, everyday details that you do. Are we perfect? No, but love is when you bring kindness to other people. Mm -hmm. You can't say you love somebody and then beat your wife. You know, oh, oh, I, know. I, I love my wife, but I beat her whenever she right. screws up. You're just using love as a way to describe your attachment. To, it's an excuse yeah. to make yourself feel better. It's yeah. not. Love is, is an action, and you need to love people if you really want to be able to earn the right to use that word. And again, what we're saying this, and this isn't easy to do, like whenever I suggest this to people, like they'll talk about someone who's mean to them at work or whatever. I'll be working with a parent. They'll tell me about, oh, how challenged they are, how, you know, what people have said to them or how this person took their parking space and how challenged they are. And I hear that. Mm -hmm. Like I know how challenging that can be and I know what emotions it brings up in myself. So I'm sure it's bringing up emotions in them. But we have to make a choice in that moment. Am I going to perpetuate that anger? And I'm, am I going to continue this process process of being angry and spread it around to other people? Or am I going to make a decision to be kind? Maybe not to the person who stole my parking space, but I'm going to choose not to flip them off mm -hmm. and walk away, take a deep breath and be kind to someone else. So how do you justify that? Because all we ever talk about on the show is feeling your feelings. Okay. So if you get upset by somebody taking your parking spot, but yet you give them a nice wave and a smile, how are you feeling your feelings? Well, and again, maybe the person who took your parking spot, they're not the ones you wave to. Okay. Maybe you just you keep yourself from flipping them off and yelling at them. Right. Because that in itself can be huge. I see so many people, even with parents who have kids in the car, right. who yell at people out the window mm -hmm. and say, screw you, and blah, uh -huh. you know, try to control that first. Right. Feeling your feelings means you don't deny them. You you experience it. You have the experience of feeling it. Maybe you need to talk about it. Maybe you need to take a deep breath. But you don't need to act it out mm -hmm. onto somebody else. There's a big difference. Like I come home and I'm angry about something. Mm -hmm. There, It'd be one thing to say, Todd, I need to talk. Can you listen? It'd be another thing to journal it down. It'd be another thing to stomp around or go exercise. Right. But if I come home angry and I yell at my kids... That's the exact same thing as flipping off the person right. who took my parking spot. Right. You're just spreading your anger around. Right. So feeling your feelings means not 
repress, you know, pushing it down, Mm -hmm. knowing that I am indeed angry. I'm embracing this feeling, but I'm not going to have it become me. It's not how you feel. It's what you do about it. Exactly. Like with kids, it's okay for them to feel however they're feeling, but it's about the actions that they take with it. And we need to role model that behavior. We can't tell our kids to be kind to people and then, you know, and then yell at someone out the window. Right. You know, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. That's the thing is I get flustered about it because I don't understand. What I do understand is going back to the beginning about the role modeling. Sometimes we make, make mistakes. Right. Sometimes we do do that. But then do we, you know, I'm, sh- I'm sure I've done that before where I'm getting angry and then I take it out of the person that I'm talking to. I've probably done it to you plenty of times. Never, never. <laughs> um, but you know what? Actually, you wanted me to make sure you had a few minutes to talk about million mom things. Oh, how many? Okay. Well, let me just finish by saying... Practice kindness. My blog is on chicagoparent.com. It's a self-aware parent. You can read the blog if you want to be, you know, want more inspiration about it. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so that's that. Uh, I think there was something else we wanted to talk about too. Oh, Ryan. Ryan Garcia. In, in the, in the blog, I mention a guy named Ryan Garcia who has a Facebook page and a website called 366 Acts of Kindness. 366 Random Acts of Kindness. Random Acts of Kindness. And he, he, and, and we might, and he had a birth, uh, his daughter was born and he decided to do something nice every single day. So in that sense, he's an inspiration. We're actually going to try to get him on our show. Yes. And if he, so we won't talk about him a ton now because no. we may have him as a guest. Especially since we're up against the clock. Okay. And then the last thing is uh, another Facebook page for you to like, as we always are trying to, you know, show more love. Um, there's this wonderful woman who started a uh, Facebook page called One Million Moms for Love. And it's about embracing all families, regardless of sexual orientation, because there was a big issue about the Ellen DeGeneres, J.C. Penney thing. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but, you know, there was a One Million Moms march to get her off of that campaign, which is to me ridiculous mm-hmm. and and so this is one million moms for love accepting diversity accepting every kind of family if it's based in love so check it out one million moms for love facebook page you got it all right i'm not gonna do the movie quote since we're out of time okay so this is todd adams saying farewell and this is kathy adams have a great week